I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Wrestling Alliance, where we keep real wrestling alive. I just want to remind you that. So um, um, kind of want to, I think we have to do it every so often. Uh, just remind people like who I am, because uh, I could just be some random talking head that comes up as a suggested video or whatever. Uh, if you do a search on catch wrestling. Um, so I have a long history with catch wrestling. Um, I am actually the founder of the Catch Wrestling Alliance, where we try to give voice to authentic catch wrestling or the most authentic voices in catch wrestling. Um, so we work together, uh, say like how I often mention John Strickland. So he's like the uh, like the official lineage holder of the like of the catch wrestling lineage that came through uh, through Frank Gotch and Farmer Burns, and so like kind of like the American. Uh, lineage there of catch wrestling so and then also uh, at the beginning we were working with or we worked with uh, the snake pit and wigan um so be besides just working together um so uh, like my background in catch wrestling would be like i've trained in it for the longest time um you know with john strickland also with uh, several of the of Riley's wrestlers, so that would include Roy Wood and uh, also Billy Robinson, uh, Michael Moore. Um, so people, so I, actually that, that's the one thing is I was like often people like maybe they did a seminar with Billy Robinson and then they're like, well, I'm a catch wrestler and like do they even know a lot of these other people who were also Riley's wrestlers? Because um, also after um, after Billy Robinson passed away. Uh, there's some people out there trying to make it seem as though, uh, like Billy Robinson was the cre- the creator of catch wrestling. I think even what there was like a a famous, I'm not saying a famous, but there was an incident on this old MMA like news show with Boss Rutten uh, called Inside MMA, and I think because he he I'm sure he probably would um, deny this now, but he was trying to explain what catch wrestling was on on the show and like. He basically said it was like something that was recently invented by I think it was like uh, I think he might have said Billy Robinson or or Carl Gotch right or Carl Istas. Uh, later he changed his last name to Gotch, so he's not related to Frank Gotch whatsoever. Um, so you get all these weird uh, ideas of catch wrestling, and then off, people are quick to claim to be catch wrestlers nowadays, uh, even though they don't necessarily have the most authentic lineage. Um, so anyway, I have trained for the longest time, uh, you know, with the most authentic people and then the catch wrestling Alliance. Um, the goal is to keep this way of, of doing catch wrestling alive. Um, 
even our uh, our slogan, our motto, keep real wrestling alive, that comes actually from a letter from Billy Robinson. He wrote it to our good friend Osamu Matsunami um, when he opened his gym in Kyoto. So that's Riley's gym in Kyoto um, has a letter that's on the wall there uh, that was written uh, to the owner, Sam or Osamu, um, where Billy Robinson wanted uh, him to kind of keep the ways alive. And so also Osamu didn't only train with Billy. He also trained with Roy Wood. And then he, he um, since he started off uh, a long time ago, uh, he also had the chance to meet the likes of like Billy Joyce. Um, so the guy who, who everyone in Wigan is like the considered the, the best from, from Wigan or the, one of the best ever that they produced in Riley's gym. And so later on, Riley's gym took on the nickname uh, Snake Pit. Okay, so uh, trying to give you guys a little bit more of a background because every once in a while it's good to remind uh, remind some people, but then also to let new people know like what we're doing, what what we're about, uh, who we are. Because uh, now I think because of a lot of our work, um, you know, there's more and more people who are getting interested in catch wrestling. So we just want to make sure that what we're doing is kind of like <clears throat> the way things were done. And that's what, that's another thing I maybe kind of want to mention since we know uh, a lot of the old timers, especially, you know, we were in contact with uh, a, a lot of them even before they passed away. I mean, there's kind of like this consensus amongst all of them about how things were done or how catch wrestling was done. And I think you can kind of call this like the code of catch wrestling because uh, this is how uh, Frank got to refer to it in a in a quote that he had uh, that he hadn't learned the code until after he met and started training with his famous coach, Farmer Burns. Right. So it's kind of like there's this way that catch wrestling is done. And so that's what we want to preserve. It's, it's truly like more effective. You know, I'm using it all the time when you know, I roll with. Uh, people in no gi like all the time, uh, you know, even allowing them to um, uh, do their regular jujitsu stuff. And uh, so like basically uh, submission only kind of thing where it's like uh, we don't count the pins, um, but they'll be trying to go for submissions even off their back. You know, the, the, the catch wrestling stuff works so well. So um, no need to like try to cater catch wrestling to the modern nogi audience when catch wrestling itself works so well it's just like these like right now nogi and jiu-jitsu in particular is um has eclipsed wrestling and in particular catch wrestling uh because catch wrestling again almost went extinct because we have these other things like these other styles um say like freestyle wrestling so freestyle used to be called amateur catches catch can Automatically, though, they um, they took away the submission holds. Um, but then, since people want to do the Olympics, you know they don't they don't care what rule set they have to compete under. They'll just uh, they'll just uh, compete and train under whatever rule set is is established. So uh, that's one of the major things that helped like um like make catch wrestling almost go extinct but then another major thing that almost made catch wrestling go extinct is the subject of today's uh live stream it's pro wrestling right so pro wrestling used to be just that where it's like 
you know, we, in, in our country, in the United States and basically all around the world, right? It's like, yeah, if you have a sport, you have hobbyists and amateurs and stuff, so people who aren't getting uh, paid to do it. But then, um, quite often, you know, we have many sports that will have a professional version. Um, and we used to have that with wrestling. Um, but now like, and actually this happened even going according to Luthas and also, uh, one of my good friends, uh, he's one of the top wrestling historians of all time. His name's Mike Chapman. Um, they kind of, together, they kind of came up with this idea where they think pro wrestling became almost fully like predetermined um, around World War One, you know, kind of in the 1920s. So it's, it's been a long time uh, since that shift occurred. Um, so it's gotten to the point, even back then, where it's like someone who um, like can be a champion in, in professional wrestling didn't necessarily have to be that great of a wrestler. But this is a thing, and this is a thing um, you. I see a lot on social media, especially especially ours, because we try to bring up this point where it's like we're not exactly the same. Um, um, is that very often people think that just because someone did pro wrestling that they automatically know catch wrestling? That is definitely not true. And then they'll often bring up stories where it's like, oh, well, such and such a guy was so tough and. Um, and and say like if there was if there was a predetermined match where uh, someone had to give up the belt the championship belt or whatever and they decided in the match that they weren't going to just go along with the script and then they were uh, going to fight back and you know a real grappling match occurred um sure there's things like that but it doesn't necessarily mean that they were catch wrestlers uh in particular um and so this is the thing so i think sometimes like because some real grappling took place then we get the false assumption that oh just because you do pro wrestling then not make it automatically makes you a catch wrestler it's just not true uh and i and like i also uh, i know tons and tons of pro wrestlers so it's it's just not true um but what happened was especially in the earlier days we did have people who were real wrestlers real catch wrestlers who um like say if they if they were already in pro wrestling, you know they you know to make money they can continue. I mean maybe they enjoyed uh, doing you know the, they enjoyed doing the shows and stuff like that. Totally fine because it pays, right? And so you have but you have this distortion of like say the, again like if, if we don't have like the professional version of wrestling anymore, so. Um, it, it, but there's this confusion and distortion of, of wrestling. And so then nowadays, so fast forward to now, then a lot of people, like say, if you talk about wrestling, uh, or you don't even mention catch wrestling that, you know, quite often people think of the stunt show, like say WWE kind of thing. Um, and so I kind of want your input, right? So whoever's watching, uh, you guys feel free to comment. Um, so should authentic catch wrestling embrace professional wrestling? So I think it's totally fine if someone does both, because basically since the beginning of the shift, uh, to the predetermined matches, uh, we did have a lot of 
you know, like uh, authentic catch wrestlers compete in predetermined matches. Um, but the thing is, it's like, I think nowadays there are people who are trying to blur those lines or almost like uh, make it seem like they're the same thing. Or uh, I think ultimately what needs to be done is just to make sure that there's a clear distinction between these two things, catch wrestling and pro wrestling, because again, they have veered very, very far away from each other. Uh, even though there's, you know, the similar route, but again, you know, one is predetermined. And so anybody, even without uh, grappling, grappling, not real grappling knowledge, uh, they can be a champion. I know plenty uh, of these people personally, and, you know, it's just something they enjoy doing. Um, but yeah, even, even around LA, but also you know, in Las Vegas, other places there, there are pro wrestling schools. Uh, where they teach you how to do, you know, the, the the techniques and, you know, a lot of teamwork, and it still takes a lot of athleticism and all that. Um, but again, it's not catch wrestling. So uh, actually, let's go ahead and jump early to your questions, because uh, I think I've already kind of made my point. Uh, basically, let's just try to, my, my main point is like, let's just make sure that this distinction is made. Um, and I, I think that there's um, like, too much of a blur kind of going on like especially if so like if you want to call yourself a catch wrestler or a catch wrestling organization or um just make sure that these these things are are very very clear even if you're a fan of pro wrestling or whatever um so let's not just make all of a sudden let's not, not all of a sudden make everyone who's done pro wrestling a catch wrestler because it's just not going to work out for you like that especially if you have them compete in real uh, catch wrestling because uh, they'll lose. Yeah, so Mark, let me see. Um, let me see, listing off a bunch of names. Uh, yeah, more real guys making a living better. All right. So I think that, I think that's the going to the point where it's like, yeah, people. Some people who might have a wrestling background doing like WWE and stuff to make a living. And you think that UFC should, WWE should have done more with guys like Severin and Shamrock? Uh, possibly, but again, it's WWE, then that means you could have had more, you could have them do more, but. Uh, again, it, it wouldn't necessarily have done anything for the promotion of catch wrestling. Ryan Kirk, did I ever get a seminar taught to me by Billy Wicks? Uh, no, by the time I met Billy, I had spoken to, with Billy Wicks on the phone, um, but he was not uh, teaching at that time. Dan Douglas. I always enjoy more realistic looking pro wrestlers like the ones Mark R mentioned above. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the thing. I think a lot of people do like that. Or I've seen that comment a lot where it's like when it looks more realistic, I think people do get excited. I think the, the stakes kind of get higher, um, you know, but then there, I guess, and then there, there'll be people who really enjoy uh, some of these uh, big falls, you know, big stunts and stuff. Um, but I think it is interesting when some some people 
are doing stuff that looks more realistic, then I do think I like. I guess you'd have to kind of uh, take a poll or whatever to see if it's actually more popular. But yeah, I prefer I prefer the real thing ultimately. But but if there's some kind of pro wrestling thing where then they try to promote authentic catch wrestling, um, perhaps that might work for me. But uh, like. I'm here trying to uh, keep real wrestling alive, but then you know people are like, "Oh, look at WWE!" It's like uh, you know, then they and if they're blurring catch wrestling and all that, so it, it basically it doesn't necessarily help catch wrestling as much as you think it does, uh, because then any kind of attention that would go to authentic catch wrestling uh, gets a little diminished, right? Oh yeah, good, good. I'm glad someone brought this up. Let me go ahead and pull up the thing. Um, Mark R., yeah, you watch some of uh, Billy Wick's Carney style videos. Great. Yeah, there's some online. Um, but then, actually, so the very next comment, Octane, Octane Media. Uh, we had Adrian Street to learn from. He was out of Wigan camps. Uh, yes and no, but there's a really cool... Um, uh, like a podcast, I think it was like two part, like a really long podcast where he talks about that, like going to Wigan and and uh, then then um, he he actually has a really cool uh, history about that where um, then he talks about how many people uh, then say like, oh, I went to Wigan, but maybe they went to Wigan like once or they passed through and then they're trying to claim that they have some sort of authenticity to their wrestling or to their pro wrestling. And um, I think because he had gone more and he was uh, a student of wrestling, he could quickly tell um, uh, that they they were just faking it. And so he actually calls out a lot of famous people that a lot of people uh, like claim are legit. But um, so let me try to think where that is. So if you guys want to look that up. It's, he's actually pretty like he's pretty funny. He's actually pretty charismatic because uh, um, he uh, calls out tons of people and he actually makes it really funny. Um, it was someone I know who interviewed him. Uh, it, I think it's called Fight Box. Fight Box podcast. I believe they're on um, YouTube as well. Um, uh, if not, definitely on. Um, uh, you know, anywhere podcasts are. Um, so yeah, so you can look up, I believe it's fight box and then Adrian street. You, you might want to check that out because, um, again, Adrian was there, right. And, um, Adrian gives a lot of information about, about this subject that I'm kind of talking about too, or it's like, so from my perspective, it's going to be a little bit different than your perspective, because again, I've been to Wigan, you know, several times trained there, uh, daily, right? Um, competed at Wiggins events, um, you know, and also, you know, training with John Strickland, you know, with the American lineage of, of catch wrestling and all that. So, um, you know, my, my perspective is definitely going to be different. And I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be like Adrian street exactly where he's just calling out everybody, but, um, Adrian Street is going to give you a lot of information in his interviews. So, um, um, so there's kind of like this 
again and again it's like kind of like pro wrestling where they, they call it kayfabe where it's like uh, you want to kind of keep this notion going uh like almost like a we call it like a narrative so it's like what the public knows you, you know you like don't deviate from what's considered like the mainstream knowledge but uh adrian doesn't really care about that <laughs> so i'm just trying to really promote like the authentic version so just so you guys can see that so even in our, in our like on our youtube channel i mean we have events uh and you can see the difference in the grappling right quite often other other uh matches that you've seen or their match footage of catch wrestling that's not catch wrestling alliance uh it, it looks just like jujitsu there was a really cool event that happened in um in brazil where i thought it was going to be pretty cool but then when he when i saw the match footage um that even though they're trying to claim like catch wrestling rules it was just it was just no gi jujitsu so um so i think the more the more you learn then the more easy it is for you to see and luckily um I, i've seen a bunch of um a bunch of you guys uh, out there kind of uh, making those comments where it's like i think uh, you know those of you who are paying attention i think it should be quick or it should like very quickly the more you pay attention like the the more you're able to see what the real thing is and uh you're able to appreciate it and so then you might understand why myself and say like john strickland you know the uh these other people who have this love for the sport and we want to keep it um like the the most dynamic an exciting and authentic way we're trying to keep to the code of catch wrestling right um so you'll understand like why we do it yeah let me see ryan kirk i love oh i think you're talking about billy wicks i love billy wicks headlock video let me see, Drew Galbraith. So Drew is actually a member of our uh, CWA Academy. So if you guys want to, if you're not in Los Angeles, and uh, if you want to learn online, just go to catchwrestlingalliance.com and then you can sign up uh, in our CWA Academy. Okay, so Drew, would you say catch wrestlers are real pro wrestlers because it unfolded from catch? Yes, and that's the way, um, say, like Coach Roy Wood and in, in Wigan uh, referred to it, and many other people referred to it that way. So, a lot of these old timers, when you when you were doing like the the safe version, right? So the without uh, you know without submission holds, and you're just focusing on pins and stuff like that. Again, those are called amateurs, and so we do have really good amateur wrestlers. You know, say like uh, Dan Gable and you know all these all these really great names you know who've, who've even won olympic medals but again like officially that would be called amateur right um and so then once you wanted to go pro then that's when you would incorporate all the submission holds right all the more painful all the neck cranks and all that um so that's the way it was so then quite often old timers would just say oh they would just refer to it as actually the way it, it kind of should be right so it's like this is amateur that's pro so pro more dangerous you know just like it should be right uh and the amateurs have way more rules because they're trying to uh you know protect everyone because you're just amateurs right you're not getting paid for it um 
so that 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 is uh, hopefully that answers your question All right so and and the, well i guess one thing to add to that would be then because we've had this distortion of the basically the terminology right so now whatever uh what, what is using that term pro in wrestling is not you know like it wouldn't be catch wrestling so um that's the problem but yeah back in the day a lot of these old timers they would say it that, that way you know you're doing amateur or you're doing pro and then yeah drew you add uh, another great point on top of that um the wwe calls itself sports entertainment so that tells you where they stand and that's um ex exactly right um and that should be kind of like the end of that argument right <laughs> right so drew goes on i was a fan of uwfi and pancreas i think mma is a a step too far all right so looks like ryan and mark are having a heart to heart there in the in the comment section let's go ahead and see if let's go ahead and skip to the questions here okay so yeah drew um thank you for commenting so uh so i feel that the catch community needs to create its own identity create its own shows etc rather than trying to fit in with pro wrestling so i would um i would agree so and then so it's a good time to bring up um you know ours so like we've had several of the the best catch wrestling shows uh we had the frank gotch world catch wrestling tournament also too i think we kind of want to start small especially because of covid and stuff but if anybody is near uh like southern california uh and even las vegas or something if you wanted to drive over we can try to schedule something smaller um, not necessarily like a big tournament i know some some organizations like say some jiu-jitsu tournaments are doing like bigger tournaments but um let's try to keep some some element of safety um, especially since uh, we're having like upsurge and covid even though los angeles is you know dropping a lot of the restrictions and stuff so i think so if anybody wants to do a smaller event, so like a, as I'm saying, like if someone's nearby and they'd like to do a like maybe like a single match show, so kind of like an MMA card where it's like you have like one one couple, one match, you know, so two two opponents uh, have one match in one night. So instead of a tournament, uh, I think that might be a safer way to go. Uh, so just let us know in the comments, or you can also. Uh, uh, direct messages, especially on Facebook. I think that works best. I think sometimes on Instagram, it doesn't notify you if someone you like, you don't know, uh, messages you, um, you can also email, um, on our YouTube channel. If you go to the about tab, so if you go to our channel page, there'll be an about tab, click on that. And I think that should like give you the email address or whatever. Um, Okay, so let's go to the next one. Oh man, I don't know if I can pronounce that. Now tao duro como Pedro. I think that was Portuguese. Uh, today in Brazil, luta livre is just no gi. You are just correct. <laughs> um, and and that, that's the thing. It's like so since 
the thing about luta is that um uh it, it is considered to have and it does it does have like a uh wrestling connection but again you're, you're nowadays you're seeing a lot of people you know doing like like guard stuff and not so much um like wrestling like defense <clears throat> Oh, and that actually brings me to the next person. Oktane, uh, speaking of Brazil, what are the differences between catch and luta? Um, so, actually, let me get a sip of my coffee here. Well, the main difference is, like we just said, it's like uh, luta is much more like no gi jiu-jitsu nowadays, so a lot less wrestling. And I think that kind of, um, I kind of showed like, how if like the out, the exterior environment, how it can affect you over time. So it might have started off looking more like wrestling, um, where you wouldn't necessarily be on your back, but over time it's looking really uh, a lot more like your average like nogi game, uh, especially like, say like if you're looking at I IBJJF kind of nogi game. Yeah, unlike which would be different from maybe even like a Tenth Planet kind of nogi game where um they're not about ibjjf rules so it's a little bit more free okay no watch enough <laughs> hopefully i i don't know i think i think maybe i pronounced that right i think pro wrestling should embrace authentic catch wrestling bring back the golden age of hooking when pro wrestlers knew how to shoot yeah that would be wonderful The worked matches were much more entertaining. Wait, yeah, the worked matches were much more entertaining anyway. Um, yes, and I mean, like, sometimes I think when you get, like, a, um, you to a higher level, you know, sometimes, like, you know, two equally matched, like, people who are fighting for the world championship, and since there's no time limit, then you can get these matches where, you know, that last longer than an hour and all that. So then I think that's that's also one of the reasons why pro wrestling kind of was able to kind of try to make things entertaining and then finish in a certain amount of time. Um, Ryan Kirk. I like do, do catch wrestlers have a hate for Ed Strangler Lewis, Billy Sandow, and Tutsman for breaking out of catch to create pro? Uh, no, no, and actually, um, they really um, are revered by, especially people in the American lineage. So, say like uh, people like you know even Billy Wicks and you know John Strickland. Um, these were all people who, um, because of the time, right? So this is much later than the 1920s. Um, it'll be a few de decades. Um, well, actually, not necessarily strangers. Well, since times change and actually kind of change quickly, um, th again, they were just making money, right? So, um, in a way, it's like you can't blame them, but a lot of them knew like how to wrestle and stuff. So, uh, in a way, it's just like people who like. Th so then there were. Some people that I mentioned often where it's like you had Earl Caddock or uh, Nat Pendleton who were real wrestlers 
and who had something else they could do to make money. So then when everything went predetermined, they decided to um, they decided to just quit. So um, yeah, so there's kind of like you have two people where it's like say some people who wanted to stay in it and maybe if they were if they were able to make money, then they just continued. Right, but there's some people who are kind of like, I guess maybe more idealist where it's like, oh, this isn't authentic cat wrestling, so I'm out. So it was kind of like that. All right, Mark R. Ed Lewis is probably my favorite wrestler. That headlock was legit, and he managed Thez. Cool, I'm glad you called it a headlock because that's really what it was. Um, let me see. Yeah, the yeah I've seen Luthez a lot actually. So uh, Mark R continues his comment. And he says, uh, "Watch Luthez because he used front he used front leg scissors a lot. BJJ stole it. Yeah, he has actually really cool ways to walk around or to break the guard. Right, very very cool, very cool stuff. Um, and um, you know, Le- Luthez is considered to be one of those who uh, knew the real thing, but then also did pro." So for those of you who don't know. So Mike Newton, Ring of Honor does catch style matches. Um, it's fun to watch. Yeah, yeah, catch style stuff is very fun to watch. Daquero Man, which submissions and catch wrestling deal with rib compression in mount and side mount yes we call them like compression chokes so if you have kind of like head and arm ride then uh you can envision like say like your rib pressure pressing down on the top part or the upper part of their ribs you can imagine like uh pushing your ribs through them to like uh to the mat and that's going to make it harder for them to take a nice breath and then with your arms pulling their head up to you so you like i said head and arm right so you'll have the arm around um around their head and neck area and you'll be pulling that up driving your body down through them into the mat makes it very very hard for them to continue breathing so then they so it's called a compression choke or a pin a pin variation <laughs> uh, because ultimately you pin them but Chances are, you know, say like uh, they might tap out if you're doing like a uh, submission only. Uh, Ryan Kirk, what's your favorite choke? Mine personally is the bulldog choke. Um, I don't really have a favorite choke. So I, I prefer neck cranks over chokes. Um, I will get some chokes in um, if I if I roll. The people who do no gi or whatever, so then I'll, I'll comp- I'll do stuff in their rules. But quite often, um, even when I can do chokes, like all these other things are much more accessible. Like a lot of the, um, uh, what's it called? Like a lot of the double wrist lock stuff, neck crank stuff, uh, toe hold stuff, all that stuff. Uh, you'll probably get um, even easier.
Yep. Mark R. Yes, it is a pin. Um, and then you mentioned fisherman's crank from side mount. So, um, yeah, there's all these different types of things that, and that's the thing. So kind of like when you talk about a choke, um, a lot, oftentimes in, in my mind, I think of a very limited thing where it's like, yeah, it's a like bulldog choke, guillotine, rear naked choke. Um, but there's so many things you can do. So even with the arm in head with headlock stuff, um, um, you know, so with, that means basically with the arm in as well, it, there's so many cool things you can do, different shoulder locks. Uh, uh, you know, you can transition to arm bars, double wrist lock, uh, so many very, very cool things. Um, I think actually I did a video a few weeks ago where, oh no, actually I think, was it this week? <laughs> I think it was the one this week, um, where there was a pro MMA match, uh, that took place a few weeks ago. It was, I believe, it was a women's match that took place in one championship. But I think the woman who won, I think, is probably a judo black belt, if I remember correctly. Um, but does like the a submission from the head and arm ride that I was mentioning. Um, so it doesn't do a choke, um, but gets the kind of like the top wrist lock position. Um, so there's so many things you can do, um, and a lot of times you can get these other submissions even easier. Uh, you know, than than chokes because uh, I think a lot of people are getting pretty good at defending them. Um, so even like my my example would be like so we had Gary Tonnen who's like you know a really famous grappler, uh, unable to choke his low level grappler opponent in an MMA match that that occurred in one championship a few months ago. So um, even if, if even the low level guys are able to defend. A high-level guy's choke attempt, then um, go for something different. Yeah, Mark R agrees. Uh, thank you for agreeing, Mark. <laughs> he said, "Yes, you can get you can get them easier than chokes." Uh, Takero man, thoughts on AJ McKee's grappling? Actually, I've, I think um, I haven't really been keeping up with with him uh, so much. And he, is he the guy? I think he's been around for a while and in. in MMA. That's that, that's how little I've been following it. So I'm sorry. I, I really can't comment. No watch enough. What is your catch wrestling lineage, Raul? Um, I talked about it at the beginning of the of the thing. Maybe you missed the beginning, but that's why it's good. I think that's why I talked about it. Um, uh, so as it like I mentioned at the beginning that that our our whole motto is keep real wrestling alive, and so. Uh, that comes from a letter Billy Robinson wrote to our, my good friend Osamu Matsunami uh, when he opened his gym, Bill, uh, Riley's gym in Kyoto. Um, uh, the reason why I'm friends with Osamu is because both he and I trained in Wigan as well. Um, Osamu started much earlier than I did, but again, so this is already, uh, what, like over 10 years now that... Um, that I had been training uh, with like the most authentic sources. So uh, of course I've trained with Billy Robinson, um, but then also Roy Wood. And I um, also got a lot of um, like a lot of extra coaching by another one of Riley's wrestlers named Michael Moore. Um, he is the son of a very famous Riley wrestler. Um his the the dad's name is very it's 
Tommy Moore, and he also had a uh, he he uh, he fought under the name or he wrestled under the name Dempsey. Um, but then also, I have like uh, kind of like the highest certification from John Strickland, which is he's like the lineage holder for um, the American lineage of catch wrestling. So hopefully that answers your question. I've been doing this a long time with only the most um, like kind of lineage holder type people uh, since also Roy Wood is the lineage holder for Billy Riley. All right, Mark R. Gravit, for example, is just a face bar instead of a rear naked. Yeah, and chances are you'll get the submission with that faster than a rear naked or a guillotine. Uh, Ryan Kirk, have you and your catch wrestling colleagues ever thought of a TV deal with MAV TV or Next Level, formerly known as Betin Sports? Um, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, let's see it on TV too, because uh, there's the most random stuff on TV. It's like what's well, like cornhole. I don't know if you guys watched that, but um, no offense if you like it or not, but like even that's been on TV. So. Um, yeah, authentic catch wrestling should be on in its pure version, like it's the pure rules version, and not some kind of pro wrestling hybrid thing, or a, a or a nogi jujitsu type hybrid thing. All right, so hopefully my point got across. I mean, like, sure we can. Like, uh, you can be a fan of pro wrestling. Uh, so this is the main topic. So going back to kind of like to the main topic of the. Uh, the live stream here, it's like um, pro wrestling exists now the way it does. And, uh, but yeah, I think ultimately there needs to be that distinction or people like say those of you who are in authentic catch wrestling or those who want to promote authentic catch wrestling, um, just like we have to almost like, uh, like you can still be fans, but you just have to realize and also maybe help educate people that uh, there are differences and this is, they're not exactly the same. And you don't have to uh, even be a great grappler to be in pro wrestling. You have to know uh, their techniques, which um, some of my friends are like really good at pro wrestling. And uh, it's beautiful to watch them like work together. And it's really, really kind of a cool dance. Um, uh, so they're um, like, there, there's much to be appreciated. But again, it's still not the same or the same thing. Right. And so, like, I guess my point is uh, we shouldn't necessarily, like, embrace it wholeheartedly because it was one of the things that almost made catch wrestling go extinct. So if we can, like, almost like uh, what Drew Galbraith in his earlier comments, it's like, let's let's continue doing our own our own events, like our own matches, uh, promoting like the, the real thing, the real rules. Uh, like people have watched our matches and thought they were exciting so you know let's let's get the ball rolling or let's keep the ball rolling so um that reminds me again so if anybody's near la let's go ahead and any you interested in competing go ahead and contact me you know, can comment or um um you can um you know like through any of our social media so um just let me know Okay. 
All right. So I think we'll go ahead and um, we'll go ahead and end it here. So thank you everyone for watching and listening. Uh, if you want to learn the real thing, and if you're not around LA or if you're not around um, South Carolina with John Strickland, uh, you can join the CWA Academy. That's catchwrestlingalliance.com. Uh, you can also uh, join this channel. I think we'll add a few more um, videos. So basically, we have a lot of videos behind the paywall. So uh, if you want to just join the channel just to support, we have a lot of videos there. We do like um, different different things there or different, like we add additional endings or different, additional submission endings to some of the videos. Uh, we also have a really cool demonstration that we did in the home of Frank Gotch in Humboldt, Iowa. Um, that, that was actually really, really cool. Uh, that's up there. Um, so, um, yeah. Yeah. So with that being said, thank you for all your support and let's continue with our quest and our goal to keep real wrestling alive. <laughs>